0: Yeah baby Here we go again I
1: mean Welcome to WGRL Radio Ah.
0: Welcome And Heidi is in The closet y'all
1: Heidi in closet Does that sound familiar to anyone Out there? It should
0: Heidi is literally In her closet Bouncing on a ball with a disco ball turning in her fucking closet. I mean, you are putting me to shame with your decoration. Uh, like,
1: Yeah. Oh, wait. With all of my husband's clothes? Is that what's... For, do they match with all your backpacks hanging behind you? I know.
0: Look at that. <laughs> oh, wow, girl. Wow. Wow. I wow. I hope it
1: sounds better.
0: I think you're going to sound really great. Uh
1: I think I'm going to have to downsize to one little baby closet and this is going to be my new office. Wait. This becomes my office, and my second bedroom just becomes a whole closet. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> Not like I have to Zoom anybody from any sort of real workspace. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I was going to yell at you because you didn't post on Twitter that we were going live at 9, but then I saw that you'd moved your entire studio to the office, and I'm like, well, I guess I can't yell at her. <laughs> don't yell at me. She and saved been... herself for another week. <laughs> <laughs> I always save myself. Well, I posted... And on Instagram, I know you did. yeah, and I was like, "I'm just going to do it. and If she does it, she does it. Does it, and if not, then I can just bust her balls." But- so,
1: just so you know, I'm also working on our WGRL radio, radio Twitter handle, and it's not as easy as you think it is when you already have an account and a number uh, to add something to it. So, I'm working on it. All right. I was working on it yesterday and i was not successful so yeah back on my task
0: list back on your list i've got lists of things to do too we're gonna email another dj and see if we can't get an opening song and uh lots of things to do lots of things to do never ending lists of things to do but so
1: i always want to open up with i went snowboarding today
0: you did i was i thought you said thursday
1: it's Thursday.
0: Yeah, I thought that, but I looked at you on Find My Friends and I didn't see you, so I was like, oh, maybe she didn't go or something.
1: Oh, well, because I don't have service up there. There's like at the top of the mountain, I had some service and then at the bottom a little bit. So kind of kind of stuck in a canyon at Old Dora. Uh, the snow was great. It's the first time I've gone by myself in a really long time. Oh, you went by I yourself? L- yeah. Oh, wow. I'm going by myself every week until the season's done. If someone can't come with me, I'm going on my own.
0: I think that's great. I loved it. I love doing stuff by myself, as you can probably imagine.
1: (laughs) But just like headphones in. I've made all of these playlists. Some are like, you know, old rocker playlists. Some are just great old rap and uh, just tribe called Twist. Uh, Quest, but, uh, yeah, no, some really great hip hop, and I just get lost and I'm by myself, and it was really awesome. That's great. Um, and I just wanted to say that I, I did have some cocktails, so if I mess up my words oh, a little oh, bit, oh good, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I figured that's what I was going to tell you. I was like, so don't chastise me if I'm a fuck up tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: if you're a mess. Well, while you were doing that, I uh, since the last time we recorded and today. I, my computer monitor got cracked. I told you a little bit about this. In my backpack, going from the train station, use the computer on the train. Obviously, I think, you know, this is not a cheap computer. I've kind of tricked it out just because I, you know, do so much work stuff and I do the recording on it. Yeah, it's and like I you put 22s on
1: your, your rims or like 22s. Correct, 20 twos. exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, but I it put it in my, I used on the train, put it in my backpack, in my me but like thick padded backpack. Drove the scooter across town. Done it, you know, twenty times now. Opened it up to charge it. Screen was cracked. Totally fucked. Of course, I was like calm, cool, and collected. I didn't have a meltdown. Rob was sitting there beside me when it when it happened. But I just wanted to say that the Apple repair experience. That the 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 moral of the story is that they really have that dialed the fuck in. And you can say what you want about Apple and their products, and they get you, and they it's a trap, and they want you to buy everything. Like, i'm'm I'm, I'm okay with it people say oh Apple it's a monopoly and you know they they take all your money take my money like yeah, right. I don't care your technology works and it works it does. well and and, and, and the, it and they talks
1: re- to all of my other technology right <laughs>
0: and they repaired it and it was great they took the computer they gave me a track a, a tracking an internal tracking like a thing a, you know you could log in and see where it was it was shipped the next day, I could see they received it. They tell it sends you an email. We received your computer. They say we're working on it. That night, they got it on Tuesday morning because it went out Monday morning. They got it on Tuesday morning. They showed they were working on it. it. They told me when they were done working on it. They told me when it was shipped. When they shipped it back to the store, they gave me the FedEx tracking number. You can you could track when it was gonna, when it got to the store. And then literally, like an hour after they got it at the store, they called me and said your computer is ready. I mean, it's like it's no anxiety. Like, you don't ever have to wonder, oh, my God, where is my $4,000 computer? Like, it well, was fabulous. Well, I would like fabulous. to
1: say you also got it a day early. Then they quoted you.
0: Right, because they said four days, right? Because I thought we were going to record it, like, even tonight. So right. I was just very happy with Apple. I, I'm i a fan. Take my money. Take it. Take it all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Awesome. Thank God, because I was not going to be ready yesterday. I was working hard. I was <laughs> working down. I was like on the WGRL path, the yellow brick road, working hard for my partner to make sure that I showed up ready. <laughs> you showed up to ready to record.
0: Girl. You showed up ready to record. I'm so proud of you in your closet. Now we're both in the closet.
1: <laughs> Thank. <laughs> finally. You're you think- back in. I've... Always been in, I guess. <laughs> <It's only>
0: right. <laughs> right. <now. laughs> How have you done on sugar? I've, I, I, did cheat. I have to say, I fell off the wagon. Hold on. One time when we went, when I was in DC with the kids, they, Faye had this cake from this place called Nothing Bunt Cakes. Nothing, I know those cakes. Holy shit! I couldn't say no to this. I couldn't say no. The kids and they were all. We were all having cake, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to just do this and fess up to Heidi because. I can't say no to this fucking cake. It's so good.
1: The cake is dumb. Dumb. It's Dumbelina in the words of uh, Delta. Dumbelina. That is Dumbelina. It is amazing. It's the most moist uh, bunt cake you will ever eat in your fucking entire life.
0: Yeah. And I had an okay piece. It wasn't huge, but I did cheat. But just generally, though, this whole not eating sugar is very easy. Much easier than than dry January. And my, I feel so much better i cannot even describe it it is unreal we talked about it last week how were these addicts but it, it just it's great i love it how'd you do
1: yeah i did okay um meaning i cheated okay, so well,
0: there you go good i don't feel so uh, bad
1: no i cheated so i had these which i love bark thins Oh, that yeah. That were in the closet. They were in my closet, my food pantry, actually. And I'm pretty good when I throw stuff up at the top and hide it, but I knew they were there. Oh. And it's just kind of been a week. <laughs> and I was like, Heidi's going in for some dark chocolate and almond bark thins. So fuck it. I barked on the thins for sure. Well, but now they're gone. Um, and I feel. Since I'm a little buzzed, um, the husband ordered Chinese food. So I got home and there's all these piles of boxes, piles like three or so. Right. The first one I opened is like orange chicken. I was like, mm. Oh, it sounds so good. And it was really good. And I needed to like suck up some tequila. So I just <laughs> right. went ahead and fucking went in. <laughs> You're doing pretty good. Uh, I think it's yeah. funny.
0: Maybe you need to be maybe a little tipsy every time. <laughs> Well, Howdy had this idea. I've already idea. thought about it. Howdy had this idea, and maybe we should talk about this, you know, and, and actually do this, but where we started, where we do a show where we are sober at the beginning and then we do shots throughout the show. And, so
1: that brings up one of my little pieces that I saw yesterday. Have you seen that Kylie Jenner does yes. this thing? It's like get drunk ready with Kylie. And yes. so I was watching her, the one she did with Kendall mm-hmm. before. They started makeup. They were already six shots of tequila in of Kendall's 818 Reposado and Blanco. And I was like, um, yes.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how they do that. I didn't really watch one of those, but I did see them doing that. And I was like, okay, that's cute. You know. It's
1: Yeah, it was too long. I wasn't going to watch their whole wasted yeah. get, but I was like, I watched it to see, I was like, oh, no, they're really, they're, they started with waterfall shots where they're just like, ah, pouring them into their mouth. Yeah. I was like, I think that that's something I could do.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of your week, Heidi, uh, you know, I think that it would, we would be remiss if we did not discuss the mass shooting that happened in your backyard Um, You know, America on repeat, just last week, a mass shooting in Georgia, this week one in Colorado, and it's just ironic to me that you have a QAnon gun-toting supporter in Georgia where the first mass shooting happened, and you have a gun-toting QAnon supporter in Colorado where the second one happened. I just think that's a little interesting, and it's like, you know, this is the only country in the world where back to normal means shooting at places where you're supposed to feel safe. I just don't
1: get it. So, yeah, it was, it's really sad. And, you know, all gun shootings are sad and they're horrible. And it's just always a little worse in your backyard. And it was just interesting because I was actually in Boulder on Monday and I was crossing that intersection between, I don't even know, I was there like (laughs) 10 minutes before it happened yeah. I was leaving to go home, and what would I have thought? And it just, you know, it it's just coincidental, of course, but the Lucky's Market that closed when we closed yeah. was right around the corner. Ah, okay. And so, you know, you just start to think about, like, God damn, and it was, I just, I don't know. So there, I know you heard and saw the clip of the guy the that was stream. right there yeah the live stream yeah and um that was it more than just eye opening it was so it was it's like something that they'll play yeah for not not it's something that they'll play for training purposes. Right.
0: Well, that's why he's getting criticized. People are, I mean, I I appreciate that he live-streamed it to for, for certain reasons just because it's, you know, people need to see this shit, but I think he's getting criticized for revealing police tactics, and also YouTube is under fire because they have not taken it down, nor do they have plans for taking it down. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the reasoning is behind all of that. I didn't really research it. <clears throat> Excuse me, but yeah.
1: I, I found it interesting that because it, I must have been, like, I heard about it as I was getting home, and, you know, TV went on immediately, his live stream, I had that on immediately, yep. and I was already, uh, I don't know, 30 minutes, so I was probably, like, 30 minutes behind, and at that part, at that point, people had thought only, like, three or four people um, had been killed, Um and, but that's what they thought, because they're like, oh, there was only three or four shots in the store. But it's all his live stream, too. His live stream had actually, at the very beginning, showed three already dead people. Right. Um, and he was screaming, calling for 911. And then you can hear shots. Yeah.
0: Telling the people that were watching to call 911. Which, again, I don't know. If you watch the video a little you know, down when he's in the parking lot he starts telling everyone he tell he calls out someone specifically call so and so because so and so is inside and like he talks about how someone tried to call him and the comments I did go to the comments and start reading the comments but people were pissed that it's like okay you think that you someone you know is inside but you ignored the phone call and you can't stop live streaming long enough to go check on whoever it is that inside that you're allegedly worried about it was an interesting dynamic. I don't know. And he kept yelling to the cops that he's a journalist. Did you see that? It's like everyone with an iPhone is a journalist. I'm like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you're not a journalist, okay? Like, you're not. No. You're, it would be yeah. like us going somewhere and saying we're I'm journalists. I'm a journalist. Anyone can say look, they're a journalist, theoretically. I mean, if you have a Look at the badge
1: that I laminated myself at FedEx.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. Anyway. I, but, but the, I was going to just say I, one thing about that video so, you just alluded to it was when he was showing inside the, the supermarket, the, you know, the guy laying down, down on the ground dead, one of the workers was standing in the doorway texting, and he's like, active shooter, active shooter, there's an active shooter in there, and the guy goes, yeah, yeah, one, one's in there, one's in there, and he's standing there on his phone texting, and I'm sitting there like, who the fuck is standing in the doorway when there's gunshots going off behind him?
1: I do want to say that, that person was elderly um and we don't know he could possibly have been special needs uh, so okay. he might not well, really have known because a lot of older like people that bag groceries and go to get carts uh, a lot of times they're right. a little bit
0: older and they're special needs so well but he did acknowledge yes there's one in there
1: right but i know you never know if he is you never know that level well but it was so it's horrible. I mean, I was in Boulder again today coming off the mountain, and um, a, a person that was killed, I think it was her sister, owns a yoga shop, and there was just like flowers and everything in, on Broadway. And it was just like, oh, wow. And then it's just Boulder's a really small community. And
0: yeah, it sounded like it.
1: Yeah, and a friend of a friend had a client that was killed. She's been a client for like 35 years. Wow. And so it's just like being that two degrees, it's just, it's sad and it's horrible. And it just happened. And I don't want to take too much time and talk about it because everyone already knows it's happened. Right, right. But I guess this is a good lead into like what I have to say about... Our administration right now. Um, yeah. We, uh, they have an opportunity. Biden has an opportunity to sign an executive order and is choosing not to. And it's like, oh, you know, Kamala in an interview is saying, he, you know, it's about legislation. Yeah, I got it, but that's not going to pass because the broken senate is broken and we're right. not going to get anything passed and because you're not working hard enough to get rid of the filibuster correct so just sign the executive order even if that means for 3 years that that's you know that's how it is just sign it but right. to kind of sit and do nothing i i just i start to i've really started to say you know, I was I was talking to a friend and I was talking about I'm like, here it is. This is kind of the Biden. This is why he was never my first choice. I don't see that they're going to be like, yeah, we're the team of change. They were just the team of get vaccines. But so here's the deal. That's fine.
0: That's fine. That's okay. But that
1: but that that's already happening. Right. You you don't need to manage that project. You're the leader. You've got people in charge of it. Move on. Like right. gun is right in front of your face yeah I mean, it's like
0: it's like we have the Senate the House and the presidency like do something like if you don't if we collectively Democrats Republicans everyone if we don't do something now then it's just because we don't want to and I, and I look at the lawmakers Democrats too are just as guilty then the the NRA's hand is in your pocket as well and yours is in theirs so yeah they're stroking everyone you. correct um, but, uh, but I agree with you on the, on the administration. I'm starting to wonder like, oh boy, this is, this is going into a, a crazy place, especially with all the divisiveness. Um, <clears throat> one of these, uh, senators, I think he was a congressman is Tim Ryan. I'm not sure what state he's from, but a couple of weeks ago when there was the, uh, they were trying to pass the bill on the floor for the recovery, he just fucking exploded, at talking about how they're not working together and to basically stop talking about Dr. Seuss and do something. Listen to him, I thought this was great. I'm like, we need more people that care like this.
2: This is the most dramatic change in labor law in 80 years. And I say, thank God. In the late 70s, a CEO made 35 times the worker. Today it's three to 400 times the worker. And our friends on the other side running around with their hair on fire. Heaven forbid we pass something that's going to help the damn workers in the United States of America. Heaven forbid we tilt the balance that has been going in the wrong direction for 50 years. We talk about pensions, you complain. We talk about the minimum wage increase, you complain. We talk about giving them the right to organize, you complain. But if we were passing a tax cut here, you'd be all getting in line to vote yes for it. Now stop talking about Dr. Seuss and start working with us on behalf of the American workers. I yield back the balance of my time. Gentlemen,
0: it's like,
1: damn, Gina. <laughs> I've watched and listened to that when for, with inspiration of like, there is hope. There is hope.
0: <laughs> there is. And that's what v Ron and Rob, when I talk about all politicians are gross and dirty and I hate them all, they're like, no, they're not. There, There are good ones out there. So I don't know. Uh, A friend
1: of mine was the same way. Like she was talking about like hope and it takes a while. And I was like, I know I'm so much more callous and cynical and just pissed off about shit than you might be just in life in general. But you need to be the party of do something. Quit being a fucking loafer Democrat, Democratic party. It's, and it's just starting. And like they put Kamala, I get it. They're going to put her in front of the camera. But like yesterday, she was, it was very like, 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 don't tell me about what happened. We saw what happened. What are you doing?
0: I know. Yeah. On Monday, when the networks were covering the shooting, Fox uh, had Hannity on there showing footage of Biden stumbling up the stairs of Air Force One, making fun of him. Laura Ingram was interviewing someone in that snide way she does with that curled up lip. I can't stand that ugly cunt. (laughs) <laughs> and she was talking to them about the social distancing farce. It's like, they, you know, I get it. No one wants to go wall to wall on the shooting. But it's like they are so willful and they're ignoring what happened because they don't want to face the fact that they need to have some legislation passed. And it's not that we're going to take away your guns. That's not the point. I don't think people's guns should be taken away. But there needs to be something. Like, Boulder passed that assault weapons ban in 2018. The NRA sued the city, and the judge struck it down 10 fucking days ago. And four days later, this guy bought the AR-15 he used to kill those people. Now, if that doesn't prove the point that we need something, I don't know what does. Like, he shouldn't have been able to buy that. No one mm-hmm. needs an AR-15. No one. I, no one. Go, Actually, to the the- sh- go to the shooting range and shoot it for fun. Okay, yeah, it's fun to hold a weapon like that, and it's, and it, you, it's like... You know, it's powerful and like it's fun to shoot a target, but you don't need that in your house.
1: The only people that should be literally allowed to have a gun is if you have a license and proven each year that you shoot an animal and that you hunt and eat food from your hunting and your shooting. Because it's like even my brother, he said, why do you need a weapon in your house? for the one in a billion chances you're going to be broken into and guess what they're breaking into your house when you're not
0: there <laughs> right cuz they want to steal the gun that you have in there <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> did you see so, your friend did you see your friend your your local congressman Lauren Bopert? she used to do those zooms with all those guns behind mm-hmm. her like she was osama bin laden and then after the shooting, she redecorated and now she doesn't have any guns. Now she's got books behind her, like she's some kind of like bookworm.
1: That bitch doesn't read. <laughs> I
0: know. Isn't that great? What a piece of shit she is. Yeah,
1: beyond. I know. Like she was all, she was like running on guns and now she's like, oh, wait, maybe I should change my style. Yeah. I thought that was um,
0: ridiculous.
1: So I thought, and not that. Gun shootings are anything lighthearted, but to move us along. So So I'm not crying in 10 minutes, but I have something that... uh, It was from The Daily Show, and it was um, GOP Mass Shooting Response Translator.
0: Okay. So GOP
1: says, this is an unspeakable tragedy, meaning this is a tragedy we won't speak about.
0: (laughs) Correct. (laughs)
1: Thoughts and prayers, meaning... You wouldn't criticize God, would you?
0: (laughs) God, yep.
1: Don't politicize this. Meaning, the shooter wasn't a Muslim or an immigrant.
0: (laughs) It's unbelievable.
1: Uh, Wait for the facts to come in. Please don't Google, (laughs) tyrant amendment.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. They don't. They deny, deny, deny. They don't want to face any of the facts. Just God. This was the act of a disturbed
1: individual. Oh, yeah. Shit! He's a white supremacist, isn't he?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's interesting. I pulled an a, a, um, Instagram post of all of the people who were, have been arrested or murdered, and all the white people w- who were heavily armed were arrested, and all of the black people who were unarmed victims were completely murdered. So every murdered. every person you see on here who's white and had, was heavily armed, was just arrested and politely walked to the car, and everyone black on here that they thought was heavily armed was murdered. What is wrong with That's this? That's strange.
1: So the last one was now. Wait, now is not the time to talk about guns. Meaning, it's infrastructure week again. Right. <laughs> God,
0: I mean, it's ridiculous. But you're right. It's the the administration, too. Like, what they're doing, I'm starting to wonder, like, guys, you better fucking get it together, Biden and Kamala. Speaking of, oh, I've got a compilation that you've got to hear. Oh, let's hear it. Of, <laughs> evidently, Joe Biden. And this is I kind of feel bad because, you know, we supported Joe Biden and everything, which obviously he's the, a better person to have in the office and than, than Trump. Don't don't get me wrong here. But, you know, he does Slip. And say things at times, <laughs> and on stairs of Air Force One three times. The yeah. stands up. Right, so uh, you know I get it. You know Joe's old. He's he's hanging in there though, and he's. I think he is a good person, but someone's got to get something. I don't know what they're going to do, but they <laughs> they, they got to get some. They got to get their shit together on on what their message is because <laughs> Joe Biden keeps slipping is up. He's not reading his note cards. <laughs> right. He keeps slipping up a little bit and calling it the Kamala Harris of the Harris-Biden administration. <laughs> and even Kamala does it once. You've got to hear this. I was like, oh, boy. They're going to have a field day with this.
2: Now, when President Harris and I took— uh,
0: Hold on. Sorry. I didn't have it up loud enough. I want you to be able to hear it. President Harris and I— It's like, I cannot with this.
2: Now, when President Harris and I took uh, a virtual tour of a vaccination center in Arizona not long ago. I took it to instill public confidence in the vaccine. President-elect Harris took it, took hers today for the same reason. Harris-Biden administration is going to relaunch that effort. A Harris administration together with Joe Biden as the president of the United States. The Biden-Harris administration. I
0: mean, is that not, that's pretty bad. Uh, that's pretty bold. It's so
1: funny, but I'll say this. Representation for the first person in the White House as a woman and as a black woman, as a woman in color, that's awesome. But you better fucking represent. That's right. Because you're not, like, I'm starting to get to this whole, and don't, I'm, and i get very like all worked up and i start going going and i know that you know there's confirmations and there are people in the cabinet and that we've never seen before and that's awesome but you better represent you better not just be a figurehead yeah don't just do it because it's a name and it's a gender like you better fucking do some business yeah like so I mean, it'll they- be interesting
0: they all say that the you know politics is theater and what we see like they come in front of the cameras and they've got to keep the democrat and republicans going but when it's when the cameras are off people say that they're all in bed together which they are
1: oh yeah and yeah. i guess part of my thing is too it's just like we're not stupid right. fyi well, there's a lot of stupid people out there but People that are not stupid are paying attention
0: and <laughs> stop talking to me like I'm fucking stupid. I know, but that those people are stupid. Those there's seventy eight, eighty something million people that really are stupid and believe all that shit that Trump is spewing. Keith, my brother in law, texted us tonight and was like, Y'all gotta see this shit. And he texted us some link of, of the March 4th was going to be Inauguration Day and all this stuff. And I was like, girl, you are so behind the times. You need to listen to WGRL radio because <laughs> I have gone into the depths of this. And so I started telling him stuff. And he was just like, I have not seen this. How What the hell? What? The, why haven't I seen this? And I kept going into all the stupid, crazy shit that these nuts believe. But anyway... I digress. It was funny to, to, to for someone to see that on their own and come to, to show it to us like they just found it. Or just saw it. <laughs> right. You're like, that's cute. Next. Right.
1: Um, so on a lighter side, uh, I thought you would find this interesting. So I'm driving in the car the other day and just flipping around through Sirius and um, I'm listening to Netflix is a joke, which is 93 on the Sirius style. And I know that voice immediately. And it's Shulie. Oh, it's Julie Agar from the Stern Show, and who he had been on I mean sorry, he was on the Stern Show for fifteen years, and usually they show like it'll say the channel blah blah blah, and then it has the um the name of the comedian and like kind of like a little like the name of the bit or something that's on it, no name. Like, Shuly's name did not get put on there, so never saw his name. Huh. As it, so I thought that was interesting. And it wasn't that funny.
0: I uh, know. Well, Shuly annoyed me. And if well, and, you know, know, anyone doesn't know I what we're like, talking about, oh. uh, Shuly was, you know, like he said, on the Howard Stern show, and he left under this veil of secrecy you know, suddenly. And so there's been a ton of speculation about why he left and if Howard blessed it and what He's going to do and why did he leave? Was he forced out? And which is this, which is the case with everyone from Howard's show, from the Stern show who leaves. Heidi and I talk, we don't really talk about it a lot on here because it's kind of like you know, you have to really be a hardcore super fan of the Stern show like we are, but it's interesting. You're right, it's it's interesting. What's, I just what I thought uh, it was interesting. I mean, the highway is littered with people that used to work on the show, but I saw some comments on Facebook where people are like pissed. Because Howard does not address it, like, and I get it. I'm like, they're like, we're paying for this. We were paying to hear Julie, like, whoever's a Julie fan, whoever was a Scott, uh, the engineer fan, whoever was a whatever fan. But it's like, okay, if they go away, that's fine. Like, but I was paying for this service. I think you need to fucking address it. It's not right. The people are pissed. He will. N- you Never. leave. You gone. Never. Yeah. She gone. Bye, girl. Um. <laughs> yeah.
1: Did you know that Bethany Frankel's engaged in getting married again?
0: I know she did she orchestrated that she got engaged right after her divorce from Jason Hoppy was final, like the next day like they oh, just was
1: it like that fast
0: yeah like the, he they just finalized that divorce after like six or seven years eight years eight years because you know he was with her when she created Skinny Girl Margarita, and so I think she had to give him half that fortune, not it maybe, was
1: not half, but it was because he. Was there, it helped, and worked. Yeah, and he was hot I as
0: fuck, too. <laughs> I would, like Lur says, I would suck his dick off the hinges. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love that term.
0: I do, too. Um, yeah, I've been just, like, watching and scrolling on Instagram, and I'm just seeing all these Instagram stories of these people in Florida partying for spring break, and I'm like... This, like, they're all at the clubs with, like, sparklers and bottle service. And I'm like, this is my hell. This is a view into my own personal hell of what's to come when everything opens back up. And I'm Before, like.
1: Did you ever do a big spring break trip while you were in no, college? Nev- uh,
0: no. No. <laughs> fuck. I was smoking dope and driving around the back roads of Oklahoma. That was my spring break. I was like, fuck, <laughs> like, yeah. In
1: college, you were never like, I want to go to, like, Corpus Christi. No.
0: I didn't have we didn't have the money for that. I couldn't have done that. There's no way. Okay, mother would have never Fair. paid for that, which I'm I'm glad she did. I would rather have the experience I had. But yeah, yeah, no, I mean I'm glad that things are opening back up, especially for the people that we know in the service industry. These people need jobs. They need the bottle service because that means tips, and people are working. Because I've said it before, I hate what the pandemic has done. Like I've enjoyed it for the many reasons I've talked about, but I hate what it has done too. The people. In the service industry and in the entertainment industry, that really need the audience in the in the in the crowd. So yeah, I, uh, we tried
1: to go to two of our favorite Boulder go-to restaurants today. Yeah, closed.
0: Oh yeah, see, I just I hate that. And I that. think
1: one of them is permanent. Yeah, and I was like, was I don't, so great.
0: I don't think some are going to come back. So oh,
1: there's a ton of them that aren't coming back.
0: Yeah, well, it got me thinking. And uh, I wanted to put together a top 10 list of songs that make white people drop to the flow. (laughs) I mean, are you talking about white girls? I'm talking about... No, I'm (laughs) I'm talking about white girls. I'm talking about white bros, douchey bros. Like, you got to picture it before before (laughs) we go through my top 10 you got to picture the bar. You got to picture the bottle service, the sparklers. You know the the thirty dollar bottle of vodka that they charge you a hundred and eighty dollars for, and everyone's like, "Fuck yeah, girl!" You know I've
1: been to those parties. I know I mean, you have.
0: Come on, and I have not. <laughs> I've just watched those parties from afar, and I'm like, I mean, forget about COVID. I've always thought that's my own hell. That's a that is. <laughs> Hell. That's the inner ring of hell for me. And you know, I am dancing on the bar. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I think some of these songs, Heidi, I'm afraid to say, are probably some songs that make you get to the drop to the floor. I'm pretty sure you jump on the bar. You're going to be on the bar. So let's go. Top 10 songs that make white people turn. All right. Number 10, we all know. <laughs> one white person in particular who gets turned by this song that's our friend i like me in savannah sugar baker yeah baby <laughs> i mean does that not make white people crazy this
1: well because at this point like by the third time it's played in the same bar yeah First one, you're just starting. Second one, you've had three shots and two cocktails. You've had four martinis, 17 shots and three cocktails. And the people are throwing their drinks in the air. Throwing. The girls, yeah, the girls can't twerk and they're on the bar just shaking their t-
0: <laughs> Totally.
1: Showing their titties.
0: Oh, yeah. And you're right about the mixing of the alcohol. Everyone's just drinking all any alcohol they can get. Just all of it.
1: Beer shots, tequila, <laughs> sugar, Jello shots—like get fucking wasted. Wasted,
0: and you know, again, I do this top ten because after COVID, it's going to be—I mean—fever pitch.
1: This is <laughs> this is the <laughs> Roaring Twenties. All
0: right, what about this one? Everyone knows it. You've all sang along to it.
1: Sweet home Alabama. 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 <laughs> sweet home.
0: I hate it. I Coming just home I to think it's annoying. I do not like this song but it does Leonard make Leonard Skinner people. Leonard Skinner yes. This is America, bitch. It, it is, it is, it is, it is. It's like a quintessential, what is it, nostalgia or whatever the, the song, or the word is that they use.
1: Quintessential drunk white music. Totally. Like, oh my God, get on the boat. Let's get wasted. Oh my God, I got laid. Do <laughs> yeah. I have a disease? I need oh. the
0: morning after pill. <laughs> you are so right. You are <laughs> so fucking right. Yeah. All right, this next one I know gets you all, gets you wet downstairs, as you say.
1: Oh my God! Is it what I think it is?
0: I've heard, I think I've actually heard you and Gretchen singing this. Is it "Sweet Caroline"? Nah. Uh, oh. you're jumping ahead. That's on my list, but this one I made number eight.
1: Break the Break it Shake it up! <laughs> Pour some sugar on, on me! Yeah! In the name of love! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, hi, Def Leppard. Are you fucking kidding me? And I mean, that's, yeah.
0: that's a great fucking song. Now that will make Pyromania, me... Pyromania, bitch! Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> it's a great fucking that's song. That's
1: a fabulous album. So, it is. Clearly I'm from the 80s, <laughs> so
0: it's fine. <laughs> all right, now this one you're going to murder me for because you potentially will go to bed tonight with this song in your head and you're not going to be able to get it out. But I had to do it. I just had to do it to you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all of you. But it has to be on the list.
1: <laughs>
0: White people go crazy. I hate you. I know.
1: I hate the song. I've never done the dance. I haven't either. <laughs> but I also wasn't going on cruises when it was super popular, and I still think
0: it's fucking stupid. It's dumb. But you know what? Everyone loves it. Jumps up, and they're like, oh. let's fuck around! and they all think they can do it they all think they can dance to it and it's just a disaster alright this next one I do not like this song at all but it's one of those songs I'm like it has to be on the list it has to be on the list and, and I don't know if you like this song or not you tell me but it's like oh it's such a slog
1: Okay. can't you
0: just see everyone singing to it at the bar
1: well, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly. Ugh. I mean, it's Journey, honey.
0: I know, but god, it's a yeah, horrible y- song. No. Uh, For, I I guess it's not. I mean, any no. song that's this iconic, it's it's, yeah, it's like, a great this, song. This will there will only
1: be roaches left on the planet and they'll be dancing to this song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, well,
1: this, this transcends race. I, it saying. does
0: i guess it does i guess that kind of does. does you're right The yeah, journey tra- does it
1: was I, so they were such an iconic band in the 80s like it just lived
0: yeah and i was trying to like i was really thinking when i was pulling these songs and like putting this list together i'm like okay like do these make black people drop to the floor do they make asian people i was trying to be like all inclusive like like, I really think this is, like, you can just see it at the bar. Like, I'm, of course, everyone sings to these songs. I'm generalizing and I'm being, you know, prejudiced here. But it's it's a joke. It's funny. It's fun to think about. Rita would laugh at that oh, and be like, totally. uh, no. Yeah. It, well, right. He would be like, uh, I would never sing to this shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Here's your request. You requested it. Here you go. You got it.
1: Touching me. touch touching you. Everybody, a uh, uh, sweet. Uh, uh, sweet Caroline, uh, bah, 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 bah. Uh, Good times uh, never uh, seem so good, so good, so good, so good.
0: good. So good. <laughs> something, something,
1: uh, bah, bah,
0: bah. Okay. Oh my God! See what we're number doing are we on? <laughs> know, we're on? Of course, them. we are. That Duh. was number five like
1: the oh gosh we're only halfway through give me some more
0: give me number 4 All Come right, on number 4 this is one of my all-time favorite songs and oh my god it is it it could be number 1 but there's some other things that just that pushed it down to number 4 you know it and you love it and you know how to sing it here we go number 4 friends in low places
2: I toasted you, you, said, honey, we may be through,
0: but you'll never hear me complain. I got my grand grand friends in low places place where the whiskey drowns and the beer be chases, chases my boo the so And I'll, I'll be okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love singing it. I hear it every time I go to Texas. Oh, it's a great song. And you know what? I have to say, Garth Brooks has got the best lawyers in the entire entertainment industry because I shit you the fuck not. His songs are not on Spotify. They're not on Apple Music. Ooh. They're not on YouTube. They are nowhere to be found. This one Where'd I just happened it? to stumble upon on YouTube that someone like reposted it and like redid it again and again. And so it was kind of buried down in the views and like in the hits. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why would Garth not want his music played on Apple iTunes? Is he just made so much money from the dance that he just doesn't need any more money? Or people come to him privately and license it for an explosive amount of money. Maybe. And he's
1: married to Trisha. And she's like, you need to watch my Southern cooking show.
0: I, right. <laughs> I love him, too. He was 28 years old when that came out. He's and fabulous. He is amazing. And he was so cute. I was looking at pictures of him when I was pulling that. He is Oh, my God. He was Darling. so cute. So cute. Little pudgy, little round <laughs> cheeks. Just adorable. Good
1: old country cowboy.
0: All right. This <laughs> next one definitely makes white people are drop we at to the floor. Two? We are number three. Three. And this one, it's a fact that white people drop to the floor because Trump played it at every rally and the crowd went wild. What is it?
1: What? Bottle service,
0: bottle service, bottle service Oh yeah, oh yeah I hate that it's number three But it's like, I think it's more But per- I love
1: it, I had the album as a child It's a classic
0: It's a classic, it is It's such a pervasive song I mean, how can you ever say that that's not a song that just is played in the club and everyone just goes fucking insane.
1: Ape shit. Ape fucking
0: shit. (laughs) All right, this next one, we're at number two. And this, I I was really conflicted. Should this be number two or number one? Because number two and number one are pretty interchangeable, but I thought, okay, in terms of the number of plays and how much I heard it, I put this at number two, but it's the quintessential think Miami bottle service titties falling out of halter tops douchey guys in loafers I mean it embodies the vision here we go number two <laughs> uh, this is my hell
1: I'm a- Stars.
0: This is my Somebody hell. You, oh, yeah. yeah. My hell. <laughs> Stick it in. I'm wasted. Fuck totally over the
1: stool.
0: Oh, my God. Right. Someone just spilled their fucking entire drink on me. <laughs> like, I mean, people are just a just destructive mess when this is playing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sloppy fucking mess. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They've been right. day drinking for the days. Oh my god! They just got off the boat, and like they are just covered in sea spray and just hammered. They're they're on piss their... and vomit. Oh yeah, they're one they're one drink away from just projectile vomiting all over everyone. Like the girls are like oh, no. bobbling bobbing back and forth. Like... <laughs> yes, yes. But nothing embodies the theme so of this top for ten list. One. Like number one, and the number one song that makes white people drop to the floor and and get turned lose their shit like no other, it's going to be especially after the pandemic is over. Fresh from my hell is number one song that makes white people wasted.
1: Yeah, baby. Let's live it up. I fucking hate <laughs> <laughs> it. Muzzle up. top. Out and, and you know, like, oh my they're going to
0: go crazy. Oh, yes.
1: yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Do you think he likes my jaws and my titties and my arms? Oh, yeah. Pop that bottle.
0: Pop that bottle. Oh, my God. Yeah. Shot, shot,
1: shot, 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 shot. shot.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess I put that number one just because, I mean, it is played Explosive. so much. And it is the quintessential song that it's like, okay, you're at the club, you want every, you're want you the DJ, you want everyone to freak the fuck out and go insane, you play that song. And it's going to, again, become in full rotation. And it's, I guess, a good song, but my God, they've worn it out. Too
1: much. And but that's radio. That's what it'll do. But I do b- want to tell you something. Yeah. But you may already know this. Your top 10, what white people during spring break drop to the floor, get turned, jump on the bar and dance, translates to every single one of their wedding lists, their wedding song lists. Every single one of those songs. You're
0: right. You are 100% correct. Every single one. Every one. You are so right. Another another hell of mine. G- attending- ten,
1: all 10 of those songs, I bet, will be at my niece's wedding in a year.
0: Oh, you're right. <laughs> you're right. You are so right. Yeah, I went to bed singing. What did I... What was I... Could I couldn't get out of my mind, I think, the Everything Tonight, this. I think I, I couldn't get that out of my head, and I was like, oh, my God, I need to get this bit over with so I can <laughs> fucking ex- expel... These songs from my fucking brain.
1: You might need to. Do you need some sage? I need something. Do you need, I need do you something. You smudge to, it out.
0: <laughs> You're gonna. Now it's your problem because now I've now I've downloaded all that shit <laughs> right. into you. Now you get to go fucking deal with it tonight.
1: <laughs> girl, I'm a white girl. I've heard all that shit a lot.
0: <laughs> I know, and I was thinking about you when I was pulling some of these, and I was like, oh my god, I think Hadi, this is Hadi is going to identify with every single one of these. I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, maybe not the more recent ones, but. The older ones, 100%. Yeah, right. So, um, uh, sorry, I don't know if you can hear. I was away from the microphone. I thought it was kind of cute. You know, you talk about Jeffree Star and- uh, Yeah. So oh. a little Jeffree bit. So I'm sure you know that uh, Jeffree shaved his head. I oh, do. Wait, did you have something else to no. say?
0: No, I was saying I like where you're going with this. I love talking about Jeffree Star.
1: Oh, yeah. So- um, I saw when he shaved his head, I was like, ah, Jeffree Star shaving his hair. And I love that he did because yeah. I've wanted to fucking cut that hair for so long. I'm like, really? Can you please get rid of those three strings hanging off your fucking skull?
0: Yeah. He, but- I mean, he's got wigs that are worth $1,000 a piece. Like, who gives a fuck if he cuts his hair?
1: Right. Cut your hair. And I think it looks great. So he just posted, and I don't know, I was trying to look for a date. I don't know why I didn't see it. But I think it's pretty- recent really recent actually so um he posted a new video for a new product
0: Mm -hmm. that was just dropped this week
1: just dropped this week his first ever so he has done 15 palettes yep and his first ever drum roll please
0: oops i got a drum roll now i can do the drum roll (laughs) i love this timpani (laughs) Jeffree Star has
1: freshly dropped a perfectly, as always, well-thought-out packaged... Yes. ...mascara.
0: Yes. I saw that and loved it. Yeah. It's called, and it's fuck, called proof. fuck Proof. It's called Fuck Proof.
1: And yep. like F, asterisk, whatever... His star logo. Uh, CK, right, his stars, and then proof. Yeah. And the packaging is flawless, of course, but he is a packaging fucking guru totally he is brilliant
0: when it comes to that
1: his packaging makes me mental it's so awesome it's great and so i watched a little bit of the video and it was fun because he had said you know he talked about how shaving his head because you know he really wanted you to look at his eyes because he was you know releasing his first uh his first mascara so it's only 28 dollars for those of you that might want to check it out i might but I also have this thing about black, like I've got black, but I mean, black is sometimes so black for me. Like I yeah. need well, dark he said, brown. He said I he's coming out
0: with more shades. I mean, he's like, you can't do a whole rainbow, but you know, you'd say, when did the video come out? I can tell you everything about Jeffree Star. I've watched, the, I've watched I all know. this stuff that you've watched. Um, but he did say that you can't do a full rainbow of colors because of the formula, which I was like, good. You don't really need blue mascara or green or no, yellow mascara. And usually
1: most brands that put out a a mascara if it's a new it will be black until people start to ask for brown it's basically or he might come out with it in six months because black is black is probably 85 90 percent of the people well maybe a little less than that yeah so i just thought it was great and i was watching you know of course and up close and the brush i really like the brush i'm a big fan of uh, the silicon brush that everyone's using that have moved into Oh right. Um I definitely have it'll be interesting cuz I have a brand that I am like totally devoted to um but I might just buy it for the packaging just to be a fucking sucker cuz it's really great. It
0: is. Well, so it's like all wrapped in leather. It's like a leather whip. Just to, like, give everybody oh, an idea. Oh, I
1: didn't go that—oh, cool. You oh, God, girl, if you take elaborate.
0: the mascara out, the lid is, like, literally, like, you know, the thing you flog people with, the leather flog? Mm-hmm. It's like you can—it's it's like a little whip. It's like a sex toy. It's super cute. It's gorgeous. I mean, his packaging is jaw-dropping. Oh,
1: God. He does but, it like nobody else.
0: Yeah, he did this video called Saying Goodbye, and I guess he lost his videographer and his assistant, which people went crazy trying to speculate what was behind all of that. But he's got a new girl named Camilla Nicole, who I've been following for a while. She's a Filipino girl that is just gorgeous, and she is ridiculously talented at editing and creating videos. And she has been making his reels, and some. Of it. she's now, I think, going to be making his YouTube videos, because just today he posted that she was going to be doing some of his content now and that they're about to turn the channel around and I could not be more proud that it's Camilla like I've followed her for a year more now and <clears throat> excuse me I I just am a, such a fan of her work I mean she does unbelievable transitions and imagery it's just it's fantastic go check her out on Instagram and you'll get to see her now do some editing for Jeffrey But she's really great, and I'm glad that Jeffrey is giving her a chance to to be kind of like create the identity of his channel.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Um, That's really cool, but I thought that was kind of exciting. I was like, oh, yay, a new Jeffree Star product.
0: Well, I know, and we've talked about how problematic Jeffree Star is, which, you know, maybe he is in some people's minds. But, like, you know, I like watching Jeffree Star. He's a character. He's interesting to me. Uh, You know, do I agree with everything he's said or done? No. Uh, Am I going to buy his product? I don't know. I've not bought one yet. I think you've bought a couple of things. I don't know. I'm like, I I, I like him. I'm sorry. It's like Trisha Paytas. I can't help it, guys. I fucking am obsessed with Trisha Paytas. I fucking I love her.
1: See, I watch everything. Her TikToks, I mean, oh, all of it. I'm on her.
0: It, she is just unbelievable. Like They say she's uncancelable. and the New York uh, Magazine just did an article on her. Like a full on oh, spread, wow! In fucking New York Magazine, and I only That's read awesome. I only read a little bit of it, but I want to go back and read it and kind of give a synopsis on here. I'll give you a little book report of it once I read it and fully digest it. But I'm just obsessed with her, and again, she's supposed to be problematic and she's offended everyone. And it's like, like what I've said about her in the past. It's like, you know what? You can't win. It's like this whole cancel culture of everyone. Like you cannot win. No, you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. So it's just like, be yourself, and if you don't want to watch me, and you want to cancel me and unsubscribe, then 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 by all means, unsubscribe. It's fine. It's all good. <laughs> exactly. It's all good. Mm-hmm.
1: Because she's also, I mean, her and Jeffrey, the, there's just this unique take on whether it just be their content or their life or whatever it is they're doing. They're not part of this mainstream, washed-down, watered-down, boring, fucking narrative right. of what
0: life is supposed to be. Right. Jeffrey did say in some Instagram— Sorry, I'm spending too much time on this, because, again, you get me going on Jeffrey Star, and I can't stop, because, I mean, I do like him. I, you know, I, I would love, I'm a fan. I watch him. But he did make a comment about Shane Dawson in an Instagram Live. He was like, he's like, listen— a lot of you people, because you coming to me and saying, how's Shane? Do you talk to Shane? And he goes, bitch, that's my best friend. Of course I talk to Shane. Shane's doing good. He's doing fine. Blah, blah, blah. Now, Shane, I do have a little bit of a problem with. I think that he crossed the line. He is someone, and I didn't really care for him in the first place, but I thought it was interesting that Jeffrey decided to take a stand and say that in the Instagram Live. Of course, the people that I follow on YouTube that follow Jeffrey, that do videos about him, just went fucking crazy with that. Oh my
1: god! But good. He's he's like, what? What, what am I going to do? Hate this person now? I mean, I'll tell you. I've got friends that have crossed the line. Yeah, totally. Now it's not content, and they're not putting it out there. And you know, right? I'm just. Uh,
0: did you um really quickly? You learn at- and grow. Learn and grow. You do. You do. I mean, I'm doing that. You're doing that. It's it's all good. Um. Did. We didn't talk about this last week, but just like really quick, I wanted to ask you: Did you watch the Grammys at all?
1: I didn't. Yeah, I started. I started. I watched Megan, a Asta- uh, Megan Oh,
0: uh, Megan, the... <laughs> Megan the stallion. No, no. <laughs> Megan the stallion. Uh, yes. Okay, yes.
1: I saw her win best new right. artist. Yes.
0: And then she And
1: then I was just bored and I turned
0: it. Right. And then she was like up there praising Beyonce and talking about Beyonce and everything. And then like I And then she
1: wouldn't speak for like the first fucking minute and a half. I'm like,
0: next. I know. Which I guess, you know, that's her hero and everything. Yeah, that's great. But then it was I thought it was funny because Beyonce's reaction to being like I guess Beyonce broke some like explosive record about being the the most nominated female recording artist of all time or something just like ridiculous and so they were Trevor Noah was standing down down the stairs trying trying to like kind of uh, announcing this and beyonce's face was like instantly became a meme I mean the meme machine started generating did you see that or she's like looking like down and she was like what I mean I don't like beyonce as a person like I do do not care for the way she acts. I think she's very wooden and empty and you don't really get to see the real her. Like, I I do not care for her and the way she acts when she's outside of her music. Videos. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but she's a great artist. Now, you know, I give her a ton of props for that, but I don't, I'm not part of the hive, if you will. (laughs) Right, I'm not either. (laughs) But But she's fierce. I I watched the Grammys just a little bit. I kind of had them on in the background. But the thing I was going to mention is, like, I'm just, like, so, like, I used to watch award shows religiously. The red carpet, the pre-show, the post-show, the actual show. I used to be so up in it, and I am just so bored by this. It's so boring. Although Trevor Noah did a really, really great job he did a...
1: this just in neil davis has complimented trevor noah yeah, everyone take listen neil davis has complimented trevor noah i
0: knew that was going to get your <laughs> attention <laughs> because i've told you i don't really love trevor i i I, I like him I no love i love him you know, I, know. I, I look at him with through the lens of john stewart doing the daily show and i'm like how do you replace john stewart he has huge shoes to fill but he has done a really good job, and I, I like mm-hmm. Trevor Noah. But I think the Grammys, he did a stellar job when he was on the screen talking. I was watching. He did. Damn it! Now un-
1: that I should have watched. But you should I didn't.
0: watch the opening in the end. It was it was good. Trevor did a great job. So I'm telling you that I'm rounding the corner on Trevor, and I'm starting to. Oh warm my god!
1: Up. Maybe he, we could interview him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So
1: that's cool. Um, yeah, I have to tell you too, I was so like, I've always watched award shows, same as you, even if it's, I mean, I've gone to award show parties Yeah. and I tell you, I miss the Grammy red carpet. Like I love Academy Awards because it's glamour and it's gorgeous and it's jewels and it's lovely. Yes. And there's a little bit of, you know, crazy spice in there. But the Grammys are just like, what the fuck are these bitches doing? That shit is usually off the fucking fashion hook. Totally. And I was like watching him like sitting there and opening. I was like, I can't do this. I just didn't even care to have it on. And I felt kind of bad as I went to bed and I opened up Twitter. And I was like, oh, I had like FOMO of the Grammys. (laughs) Because I was reading all I was like, oh, I should have watched. But whatever. Next year will be better. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do like the red carpet. Um So, you know, that's probably the best the best part to me. But um yeah. It was it was, you know, eh not not loving it. Not loving the award yeah. show format anymore.
1: I know. But oh, I will say The world is just changing right in front of us. <laughs> I will say just really quick just
0: to talking about the Grammys, it made me think about um my favorite performance ever at the Grammys, number one, drop dead. I mean, I can put, I can, I can't. I can, the top ten list would be this. Every single top, it would be ten. It would be nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. When Pink did "Glitter in the Air" at the 2010 Grammys, and was flying up in those silks, and then dropped down and went into the water and spun around and sang that fucking song from the bottom of her heart. I mean, I get chills watching that and I cannot watch it enough it's the best performance I've ever fucking seen at the Grammys it is jaw dropping
1: I think I might have to go watch it
0: I watch as it. soon as we're done I watch it all the time I have it saved in it's... my favorites especially when I'm drunk and if I'm like late at night before I go to sleep if I'm like kind of wasted I'm like oh wait I go watch Pink Glitter in the Air and I go watch Diana a Queen of the Night Oh, I love that. (laughs) I mean, it is like my two go to like comfort videos to watch. But go watch Pink do Glitter in the Air at the Grammys 2010. It is, I mean, it is, it will, you will levitate. It is just, it's more than good. I can't even, like,
1: good doesn't even begin to describe what she did that night.
0: (laughs) And she went on Oprah the next day, and Oprah was just like, jaw was on the (laughs) ground. And she was like, Oprah said, You gave us a gift. You gave us a gift last night. And she's like, what, 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 why, how, what? And Pink goes, I just wanted to get all the rich people wet. And I was (laughs) like, queen, queen, I bow to you. I mean, what? (laughs) Amazing. I love that.
1: She's so fabulous. She's so
0: cute. I love her.
1: So... um. Just a little something I thought was kind of gross, kind of funny, kind of whatever it might be. Do you eat any cereal, meal? Like in your breakfast, or are you one of those people like, oh God, like at late night before I go to bed, I have to have a bowl of flake? No,
0: I do not eat. First of all, I would never eat cereal at the at before I go to bed. But I don't. Even, <laughs> I know, but you I know, love some cereal. people are like ah oh, cereal. I eat cereal during the so, of the day, but yeah, go oh, ahead. Okay, I love so cereal.
1: I haven't e- yeah, cereal's great, but I haven't I don't keep it in the house, otherwise I'd like eat I could eat a box a day probably. So um in <laughs> the New York in New York magazine uh I actually the Times. So on Monday morning, this guy, there was a guy eating his cereal and oh. he's pouring out his cereal. Yeah. And he's eating a box of cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, cinnamon co- toast crunch is delicious. It right? is.
0: I know where you're going with this. Okay, yeah, go ahead. It's,
1: it's gorgeous. It's yummy. It's great. And he's pouring out a cereal. And this is a comedian, <laughs> comic, uh, com- c- comedian, comic writer in L.A. Yeah. Um. And so it says, uh, so on Monday, you know, he's pouring out his bowl of cereal, favorite cereal, cinnamon sugar, striped cereal. <sighs> Um, As he began filling the second bowl, something plopped out of the box. (laughs) He said in this interview, he's like, he picked it up and said, it was like, this is clearly a shrimp tail.
0: (laughs) I know. I saw this. I knew that's what you were going to go to.
1: So the picture, I don't know if you've seen it. So I'm holding up the picture. It is literally the picture of shrimp tails covered in cinnamon and sugar. And he took a picture immediately, sent it to his wife. You know, and he was didn't say too much about it, like went to General Mills, not being an asshole, not like yep. I'm gonna sue you. General Mills response. Yeah. After further investigation with our team that closely examined the image, it appears to be an accumulation mm-hmm. of the cinnamon sugar that sometimes can occur when ingredients aren't thoroughly blended.
0: Right. See, they fucked okay, up. Okay, bitch. Yeah.
1: Right, so then it says, the statement from Cinnamon Toast Crunch read,
0: we assure you
1: that there's no possibility of cross-contamination with shrimp.
0: Oh, yeah, right.
1: So after looking again, so his friend was like, he told his friend, his friend's like, oh my God, go back in and examine the box. Go in, all of the cereal. right. So then he pours more of the cereal out, goes to the end of it. And there was, so... After looking again, which he had not, he wasn't going to do. In addition, there was a few objects that Mr. (laughs) Carp, the gentleman eating the cereal, described as shrimp skins looking things, a small string, something that looked like a pistachio, all encrusted in sugar. What? He noticed a small black piece on some of the squares at the bottom of the bag okay these as he feared could be rat feces oh come on that's what i'm trying to get tested right now he like the california um poison control systems i mean uh yeah system said bring it down he drove it down he's waiting for results
0: oh my god
1: but i saw pictures Really? It's suspect. But I just think that it's hilarious that General Mills says that looks like,
0: I mean, it's shrimp tails, you guys. It, it looks like shrimp tails. But I was like, okay, you know, let me look at this really close. Because people jump on social media and maybe this guy's fucking with people. But I had to say, I looked at it and it's like, okay, I think that is shrimp tails.
1: Uh, it's shrimp tails. <laughs> yeah,
0: covered in cinnamon toast crunch, <laughs> right, whatever, exactly. batter.
1: Well, then I went a little deeper into the article, and they had like it fired. I think they had fired an employee because of shrimp being in a box. Yeah, well, like in 2010. So, are you eating
0: shrimp on the job and just throwing the tails into the cereal? Oh my God! See, I was like, I was wondering how. If it okay, it is a shrimp tail. Let's say it is. How does it get there? Is it like? Do you think people are standing there like, oh, I'm just. <laughs> I'm eating my lunch. Oh, we just <laughs> You know some well, people, but some people are assholes and would just do that. Oh, some are. disgruntled employee would completely do that.
1: 100%.
0: And they're probably seeing that and being like, ha, ha, look "What I did. <laughs> <laughs> they're never going to get me." Yeah.
1: <laughs> As he's like, "Ah."
0: Yeah. <laughs> like uh, who ate shrimp? But I mean, oh it, I feel like it's a stretch to be like, "Okay, in the same box." You've got the shrimp tails, and you've got rat feces, and you've got a string, and you've got a pistachio. That that seems oh, like a no, little bit. Oh no, he said it a...
1: looks like a pistachio, but I think that's what with the rat feces looks like.
0: Uh, okay, whatever that, it is, I there's sh-
1: clearly shrimp tails in that fucking I'll, box.
0: <laughs> I'll give you the shrimp tails, but I'm not so gonna really. I. Yeah, I'm not gonna buy the the other ancillary items.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. Kind of going into ending on a high note as I've been down on the administration in the earlier of the show. <laughs> yeah. But there was a we had to really. <laughs> we, had to we threw
0: him under the bus.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> beep, beep. Backing it up.
0: Beep, yeah. beep.
1: Back. <laughs> so uh, the Senate confirmed this week Dr. Rachel Levine oh, yeah. as the assistant health secretary, making her the first openly transgender federal official approved by the Senate yeah that is a huge huge win it is and um the vote was 52 48 largely along party lines um with gop senators lisa murkowski and um of alaska and susan collins of maine joining the 50 democrats so i just think it's really awesome yeah and i feel like she's gonna kill it she's gonna take it she's Serious. She yep. knows what the fuck she's doing, and um, I have this clip that I sent you. That I'd. Yep. There's this guy that I follow on TikTok, and I just I saw this a couple months ago, and then I was like, oh wow, now's the perfect time. And um, he goes as Viking Tower, um, and he has a trans child, and uh, this is what he had to say. Yep. How to support your kids when they come out as trans. When my daughter came out to me that she was a trans boy, the first thing I did is tell her that my favorite movie was Transformers, that my favorite car was Trans Am, and that I couldn't wait to meet all the other parents so I could tell them, hey, it's nice to meet you, but I really just want to be transparent right now. And Of course, he he hated all of those, but he loved them at the same time. And here's what I've got to say about supporting your kids. You just love them. It's not rocket science. It doesn't matter what they feel like they are or who they think they are. You support them and you love them unconditionally and you guide them and you give them every bit of love and every ounce of your your humanity that you can and they'll be okay. And if you're struggling with your identity out there, I just want you to know you've got one Viking out here
0: that loves you. Have a great day. Yeah, that's great. It
1: just I fell in love with that immediately and couldn't I was I'm excited to share that i go viking tower big fan
0: speaking of viking tower i mean what about that voice i, I, mean, mean, I mean i mean that's his voice whoa i'm like wow i can't i can't even get down there if i try
1: i can't even get down that low well maybe
0: whoa, I can. I mean, it's like viking <laughs> tower is here to destroy you
1: but you look at him, I think that what I love about it too is it's all about book by its cover. Totally. Don't judge it I was because gonna say. you could look at that guy and cross the street if he was walking on the same side yep. because you thought, oh my God, whatever it is, he might be, he's big, burly, he's a biker. I don't know what, I'm scared of this guy. And he's probably got more love in his heart than 95% of this country.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what? I, this is going to sound real mean. But it's along the lines of judging a book by its cover, but I would look at him and I would be like, well, he probably stormed the Capitol. But obviously, he's not someone who's stormed the Capitol, but he's got a a rough look about him, but more love in his heart than any of those people ever could have. I love seeing that.
1: I do too. I just love that. So I thought, well, we should end on a good note. I
0: mean, I love seeing that. (laughs) 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 Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. thought maybe maybe
1: I figured we'd introduce a new bit next week called the Heidi You Should Corner. You it'll should. be brought to, it'll be brought to you by Harmonica. <laughs>
0: oh my god. Heidi can play that harmonica. You, you just come up with songs out of the middle of nowhere. <laughs> like a genius.
1: <laughs> that was fucking random, but you know, hey. Yeah.
0: Well, that's what happens. <laughs> in when the you're closet. <laughs> on, that's what happens when you've been on the slopes day drinking. I love that you went by yourself. I think that that's like that's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, it was really great. I loved it.
0: Yeah. Well, girl. It made
1: me think like, yeah, I'm going to go up again next week.
0: Yeah. I mean. <laughs> okay. Why oh, not? We didn't, oh shit! I started the, the closing music, but we didn't talk about our RuPaul's Drag Race winner.
1: Oh my god! Turn that <laughs> off.
0: All right, I'll stop it. Let's go RuPaul real quick. <laughs> Real quick, RuPaul. Yeah. So uh, we have you a UK, little music for RuPaul. We had a little UK, <laughs> a UK winner. We do. Uh, we did. Oh, that's God Save the Queen. I don't want to play that. Uh, <laughs> that's but we. It's all right. It's fine. Whatever.
1: <laughs> the winner, if you already don't know, because if you don't know, then you're not a fan. Is
0: Lawrence. Janey oh i'm so happy i know so
1: happy. i'm really happy actually it was uh yeah I, you know bimini it was such a close second but you know it's kind of like that the person that wins idol the it's usually the second runner-up and the third that go on to be like have these yes. amazing careers yes yes not yes. that lawrence won't but bimini is already fucking working her shit She's She's amazing. And
0: I I texted you and we talked a little bit. But, you know, we talked about it on here and said that we would be happy with either one. But I was sad when it wasn't Bimini. I really, I was like, oh, now I know how I really feel. I wish it was Bimini. I love Lawrence. Love her. But I just wanted wanted it to be Bimini.
1: Right. And I will, like, I watch with a different produced eye now because they... Came, I mean, taking nothing from Bimini. She most improved, like, fucking killed it, like, over the seven months that she had um, before they came back to finish. I mean, came back and won four repeater badges, like, just destroying (laughs) the competition. Destroy. And it was, she was so good. But I think we also all knew Lawrence was winning. We knew that in the first three weeks.
0: Well, it was, she was consistent before the lockdown and after she was just consistent. So that's why I was like, she deserves to win. She can be, she can dress, she's witty.
1: She can paint. She's funny. And I like that she's she's a
0: big girl too. She's representing the big girls.
1: Yes, it was
0: great. And
1: I would like to say, so, you know, Bob, the drag queen with Purse First Impressions, you know, he did UK um all season and he brought Thorgy back for the final and oh. those two together
0: Okay, I have to go watch this then. You have, few, g- I, they
1: just destroy they're so fucking funny. And them together <laughs> it's just fabulous. Okay. Thorgy and Bob are
0: they are drag gold. They are. They are a great Double act pairing.
1: Oh, they're so funny.
0: All right, so now you've convinced me. I've got to go watch that. You told me to go watch it when it was Bianca and someone else, and I didn't do it. It was
1: Bianca. and Oh, well, that was Trixie doing um, Pit Stop. Yeah. But this is Purse First Impressions with Bob and Thorgian. I, I, I love those Just two together. fucking hilarious. I'll, t-
0: I'll go watch that. I'll go watch it tonight after I shower.
1: So congratulations to Lawrence Cheney.
0: Yeah, Lawrence there was is amazing.
1: Some there was some funny bits, but that's why I just... Actually, that's when you just, like, have to go... Um... <laughs> well, and Bob always talks shit about Rue. Like, the, he, like she comes up and he has something to throw to that. He goes, like, her hair in the finale looked like the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> that big Medusa orange Oh, lick. yeah, right, right, right. He's always got Rue comments. It's really funny. It's kind of awesome. Yeah. But so then, you know across the pond to uh the u.s and tinta burner
0: oh thank
1: god interesting though so it's interesting to go back and really because regardless of anything i liked i mean i know but i'd like to see somebody else gone but you know they like what she's serving well they like what candy's serving
0: I know. Oh, that's who you would like to see gone. Who Who are you just talk, talking about?
1: That well, I think actually Olivia should have been gone twice totally, already. Totally, totally. Bye. Yeah. You yeah. know she bye. So for whatever reason, and you know Rue does what Rue does. I mean, and if you're gonna tell me that Candy Muse that that was a fucking plushie or that was a beast,
0: yeah, that's true. Bye. That is true. Look like that's, shit. It was not. It was bad. Yeah. No,
1: they just you know for value, I guess, but. Anyway, bye, Tina. Sorry, girl.
0: Yeah, sorry, girl. See she you on gone. Fire Island. <laughs> <laughs> right? See you at Cherries, girl. But you know what I'll say about <laughs> Tina is this. you got to get a different fucking wardrobe and theme. You've got to show some versatility besides mustard yellow and ketchup uh, red. Red. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I'm so sick of the Ronald McDonald theme and the fire theme. It's like, how many times can you do this? And Michelle Visage just let her get away with it. Like Michelle would usually cluck someone the house down if they she did. She did,
1: like in the second or third week she did. But then but, she never said anything again.
0: Yeah. And Michelle was is relentless when it comes to versatility. And she just let her skate by. I guess because she's a big queen here in New York. But like, dude, you gotta apply the same judging criteria to, to everyone. Everyone. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and clearly Simone better,
1: I mean, pack your bags, rest of those queens.
0: Yeah. But but I um, mean, yeah, Simone, that beast, that Foxy Brown, that was <laughs> ridiculous and that was a little bit of a, a little a tidbit for you. That was made by Marco Marco, who is a um LA kind of like club kid uh clothing designer that does underwear that was huge for a while and had like the most amazing runway shows. Like go on to YouTube and watch the Marco Marco shows. You tons of influencers, big girls, big guys, small, little, skinny, twinks, gay, straight. They were just having a ball doing these runway shows. And he was making all these great clothes like that. These, you know, I mean, he was so all inclusive and he kind of like went away. Uh And I hadn't really seen a lot of what he's doing, but I saw Simone post a behind the scenes of like getting the, the Foxy Brown outfit made with Marco. And he was there. I could hear him talking. And so I know he's like still designing. He was in his studio. But I'm like, I don't know where he is because his shit is amazing. Go look at Marco Marco's fashion show. And I didn't know he made that. And once I found out that he made that Foxy Brown outfit, I was like, huh, makes complete sense. He's brilliant. I,
1: that outfit was, it was. Dumb. I it mean, was dumb. The built I, I was in, like, uh, winning?
0: <laughs> the built-in high heel. On the hoof? On the hoof.
1: Shut up. Up. the
0: hoof high heels so she the didn't...
1: earrings yes the earrings the big ghetto hoop earrings in her in the fuzzy ears the bot the belt uh, her padding yes was it it was like it, it uh, who is it um it was um who's the cartoon uh rabbit uh jessica rabbit oh totally it was like everything was fucking flawless yes
0: it was I think yeah. she's going to go down as probably one of the queens, whether she wins or not, she will be in the top three, I think. But I think she will go down as one of the queens who had the best runway looks for the whole season, like Miss Fame, Violet Tchotchke, uh Aquaria. Some of these queens that fucking bring it to the runway. She, Every week. She will be in that list of queens who kill it. She is unbelievable, conceptual, and smart. It's not just a pretty dress. There is meaning behind it. She's never walked out in just a pretty dress. No.
1: no. There's meaning behind all of it. Yeah, really good. There's a so.
0: message, and it's just unbelievable. Yeah. So, all right. Well. Whew, we got a lot in. We got a lot in. So. Yeah, I'm just looking at the list. I'm like, wow, well, we got a lot of stuff in. Good job, people. Hope you enjoyed this March 25th edition of WGRL Radio. Hopefully, we'll be back coming on our- Coming to you
1: from the closet.
0: Coming to you from the closet. Uh, do you think we're going to be very impressed with the, your sound. You're going to be very velvety. It's going to be <laughs> the voice or the, 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 the effect that you're looking for- <laughs> Great. It makes a difference. It makes a fucking difference.
1: I believe you. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, (laughs) until the next one, you know where to find us. See you on the dance floor.